Edgar Wright style quick cut. He picks up the rifle and just bam, bam, bam. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Popcorn Watchlist podcast, where we discuss and celebrate our favorites in TV and film. I am your host, Xavier, and with me are the guys, as usual. I've got Danny. Say hello. What's up? Anthony. Yeah, Roy. And the, the, oh, thanks, Anthony. <laughs> Completely derailed. Great, great start. Uh, and uh, to round it all out on the round table today is Zach. What's up, guys? And uh, bringing in Zach, he we are here to discuss Zach's recommendation from our about one or two epi- about two episodes back, and I'm so happy to discuss uh, the movie that we that he had recommended. Zach, refresh our memory. What did you recommend for the us greatest to movie to? of all time? For the record, I put this in my top five. Uh, not <laughs> the greatest. So it's in my top five of all time. That's for sure. So tell him. Yeah, a bit of a, I think, overhype, but I mean, it's still a fantastic movie, uh, Hot Fuzz. Uh, it's, a, it's a standalone sequel to Shaun of the Dead, which we saw, uh, or well, Danny saw for the first time. Uh, it's been a couple months already, I think, right? Yeah, about I, I can change the date. And uh, so, so this is like, like the, uh, the unrelated sequel uh, it's, to it. It's and basically Edgar Wright's like second film in like a kind of like a what's called known as a triptych of a piece of work or art and this is the second one so hot fuzz was came out what 2007 yeah yeah so it came out 2007 i remember being in college when this movie came out and having a blast watching this in the theater i, I would have loved to have seen it in theaters and, and getting like people's reactions like other people's reactions to it it was great yeah just the fact that this whole movie is basically like set up foreshadowing and callbacks the movie yeah but in done such a unique and fun way like in that unique Edgar Wright style and I mean Shaun of the Dead was the same way where yeah um, all the foreshadowing you you had to like pay pay attention attention, all the foreshadowing that that then happens absolutely or or just gets called back yeah uh, uh, one little throwaway line actually comes back later on and will give you (laughs) Uh, some context to a scene or add layers to something that uh, another character will then echo with that that's in no relation to something that a character did beforehand um it's amazing but we're getting kind of ahead of ourselves but yeah go ahead danny i I think that one where it's like a throwaway line and then like you know throughout the movie i was like oh wait they said that earlier like not really paying attention that that would be and then you make it yeah and you make the connection so uh, let's get kind of giving everybody an overview, just in case you haven't watched the movie. We will be going through some spoilers on it. Spoilers. Honestly, watch the movie. It's one of the best movies ever made. It's it is even... on Peacock at the moment, so if you want to stream it, you can. We, or we... just go and buy it. Just, just, just yeah, go just buy own it somewhere. It. Just own it and just watch it every Every, <laughs> every week. month. No, not week. Don't, no, no, kid. I don't have that time. Every month. <laughs> every Maybe two months. Every day, every day. Yeah, but uh, you could probably buy the whole trilogy uh, for really cheap. Um, yeah, Blu-ray or 4K, whatever they sell it on, you could probably buy it even digitally. Uh, probably for yeah, sure. 10, 15 bucks for a whole trilogy of movies. So. Yeah. yeah, it's affectionately known as the Three Cornettos trilogy. Yeah, you have three, Shaun of the three Dead. Three flavors Cornetto. Yeah. Yeah, three flavors Cornetto. So you have Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, which is the movie we're talking about, and The World's End, which we may get to eventually later on. Probably. I hope. Hope so, but for, for Danny's sake, we, I hope so. Yeah, I mean, I will get to the third one. <laughs> so, well, uh, before we keep Go going, ahead. yeah. The uh, I saw Shaun of the Dead with you guys on October 30th of 2022. Oh, oh, wow. <laughs> okay. yeah, we're gonna say, year, oh, it's right? been a couple months, last year, five months, last year. <laughs> no, but uh, to give everybody the rundown of the movie is that basically. It's about a almost London Metropolitan Police Service super cop uh, known as Nicholas Angel, played by Sean Pegg, who 
kind of forcibly Fine. gets reassigned to the country in like a small hamlet uh, called Sanford in uh, England. And the movie is basically him trying to adjust to him, his super cop style um, in this really fun action comedy blend. The movie starts immediately as this like hype, super serious, kind of really monotone voiceover. I for, I, I forgot who does the voiceover for it, but it's just like Sergeant Nicholas Angel. He is this you know the ultimate cop has the highest marks and everything. He is the ultimate. I mean, it's not like combat. Scott Martin Freeman. It's not, no, it's, not Simon, no. it's not Simon. Pegg. It does that does own, his own over the own I thing. I feel like I feel like it would be him because it, it did sound. I thought like it him. was him. Yeah, I, I thought it was him too. Is it that? That's well. Anyway, that would be that would be <laughs> that would be the ultimate thing I've learned about this movie because I always feel like every time because throughout the movie he, he does he does like like a low voice and and it kind of sounds or a deep voice and it kind of sounds like the same guy from from the opening voiceover intro. But especially if he's like. Kind of talking about like him, like being that person in the force, like in the like in the police department. Yeah, like I, I just setting I, up I'm the pretty tone. sure. I, I feel like I feel like it should be him because it, it does sound like him. And we got like a whole montage of uh, of uh, him doing his like uh, it's not training, but it's like uh, I don't know what you would call it. And then. Uh, and then he has his extracurricular uh, activities. And he does like chess and, and uh, fencing. Oh yeah, they go through everything. He's a master at like arm arm combat. Uh, the uh, like marksman class, riot control. Oh right, yeah, riot control. So like trick driving, trick driving, and, and cycling. Trick, trick cycling. <laughs> and then he's like a master chess player. And does he also do? Well, I think he does fencing. And then fencing. he oh he, and he's, he's, he's a the, the fastest uh, hundred meter. Uh, <laughs> Uh, sprinter in the in all of the metropolitan police, I guess. <laughs> yeah, he's just putting every other cop in London to shame, and that's what kind of gets him. Like that whole initial scene of, of him like getting forcibly reassigned to the country because he's like, I really like the city here. I'm really he's like you know this ultra wired super cop. That whole bit with uh, the cameos of uh, Martin Freeman, Bill Nye, and um, Steve Coogan. Steve Coogan. That's the guy from what's this movie? Tropic Thunder. He's he's, really done, he's a director. He's the he's the director of the fake movie in Tropic Thunder. He's the mind. Anyway, uh, yeah, this movie's great. Uh, out of all of us, Danny was the only one who hadn't seen it, so this kind of became an unofficial Danny watch party uh, to see some good Edgar Wright movie, and uh, you know, kind of kind of opening it to the floor. Like, what did you think, sir? It was definitely, uh, I'll say, like, uh, like obviously a follow-up to the first one, but I feel like it very it went in more on like the jokes and the the um, like the the one-liners and the flashback kind of references and just over the top of everything of the first one. <laughs> yeah, everything was definitely over the top, but like in that. This is like in overt references to things like Bad Boys Two, uh, Lethal Weapon, Point Break. Yeah, like more like I guess cultural references. I guess. Um, yeah. But um, and then this one, I, I was I was watching it with them. I was saying like, I'm suddenly watching a Scream movie. <laughs> <laughs> like um, referencing the fact that like there's sort of like this whole menacing killer. Uh, plot that's going on where people keep getting killed, but they're being labeled as accidents. accidents. I mean, I didn't know anything about this movie going in. Good, good. Um, I just knew it was about a cop, and then, kind of spoilery, I uh, asked them to send me some four emojis. But it wasn't spoilers. <laughs> they weren't spoilers. They were out of context. No, emojis. I was like, I have no idea what's going on. So all I knew was there was a cop, uh, a swan, and a beer. So, I, I sent you a mountain. There, he he sent you a mountain, which a was knife. the Andes. He put the beer mug. He put the the cake, which was the birthday. Uh, every time the, the uh, chocolate cake. Yeah. He sent the potted plant, which was the peace lily. I sent an axe. He put the swan. Yeah. The axe. Danny put the axe. Yeah. So the first. The, the first, first kill. kill was an axe. Uh. <laughs> 
and then you and then Anthony sent scissors for the shears. Uh, I, yeah, the scissors. I on. put the runner and the notepad. <laughs> notepad was a good one. Dude, the notepad was good. Okay, what did you think of the first introduction to Timothy Dalton's character Simon Skinner? <laughs> it was. I'm, I'm a slasher. slasher. <laughs> I must be stopped. I'm a slasher. Slash the prices. Of prices. I'm a slasher. Of prices. And then there's another one that he said. The, oh. the local supermarché. <laughs> and then he's like, my... My discount is a criminal. <laughs> and then, what does he say as foreshadowing? Catch me later. Yeah. Dude, it's so good. Oh my god. Or like... It's it's and so like you really former James Bond man. former James Bond Timothy Dalton the T Dalt he was the one was he the one before Daniel Craig no or he was before, before, before Pierce Brosnan or sorry I, I think he was after Sean Connery nope no no he, I don't remember the no, order. Timothy Dalton was was like Roger Moore on, like in the after Roger Moore after that. Roger Moore I believe it was Timothy Dalton and after Timothy Dalton you had Pierce Brosnan and then and the, but there was Pierce a break Brosnan, though, right there was a long break between those. I think so. There's a little break between yeah. Timothy Dalton and uh, the, um, geez, and then Pierce Brosnan. Because the Pierce Brosnan one started in the 90s. 93, I think. And then you have, like, different cameos, or a bunch of cameos. <laughs> 95 was gold, was gold night, yeah. Yeah, a lot of cameos, like a lot of older British actors uh, in, uh, in there, but also more famous uh, actors, like Jim Broadbent, who was uh, Frank Butterman, the police captain, did you notice who the farmer was? Um, the one, the one with all the guns. The one with all the guns. Oh, um, property. the guy from Harry Potter. Yeah, the yeah. guy from Harry Potter and Game of Thrones. He and is, he was Zach doesn't know what I'm talking about when I say Game of Thrones, but Harry Potter, yes. He was the dad of Pinocchio. He, and, uh, he was, was also which in Pinocchio? Harry Potter. Uh, Guillermo del Toro's. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, nice. Yeah, he was. Uh, which I couldn't hear his voice, that, but. But that's how good he was. Yeah, he was Japan. He was Japan. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's know. how good he was. Uh, who else? Uh, who else? Like you have a lot of these these uh, actors that like you end up seeing like wow they're in so many things now. Yeah. Obviously Martin, Martin Freeman, Freeman. <laughs> Watson, and uh, Sherlock. His hair <laughs> threw me off. <laughs> He's Bilbo Baggins. He's been in He's the in, Black Panther yeah, movies and Civil War. <laughs> you got Patty, Patty Constantine, who is in King Hot D. Hot King Viserys in Hot D. You don't know what that is, Zach. We're just naming things, and you're like, "What is that?" I'm about to just recommend as one of these uh, <laughs> go watch Hot D movies. Just go watch Hot D <laughs> for next week's episode. It's not coming back for a while. You have time to catch up, dude. How how funny is again as foreshadowing talking about Patty Considine? I don't know if it was him or it was. Um, What's this guy's name from that show on Apple TV Plus? Uh, Race Ball, yeah. So I think it was a uh, one of the Andy's like, oh, you want to play a big cop, big cop, a small village? F about in the model village, <laughs> like, and as a just like oh the Andy's, yeah. Let's talk about the Andy's really quickly. So Race like, Ball was in Shaun of the Dead. He was the guy that Shaun worked was, with at the video store and would, would tell him like oh you got red on you from his pen mm. so he, was, was, he was chunkier like, he was like he was kind of chubbier too and, so, like, oh, he, so he yeah, uses yeah. a lot of like same actors that and by he's like Edgar Wright yeah he his same guys he used them in all the Martin stuff Martin Freeman was in the one scene in Shaun of the Dead when, yeah, there's a when both sides shows, of the friends like yeah. meet and, and then like, like mirrors of each other <laughs> yeah. not Shaun yeah oh. <laughs> they're like hey how you doing hey there's a list here of everyone that's in like the three films oh yeah most of the three films. Yeah, Bill Nye, I think, is in all of them. Bill Nye Bill was Nye is his dead. dad and Shaun of the Dead. He's someone in uh, The World's End. He's, you know, he's a spoiler. Don't say stuff. Okay. <laughs> Come on, Zach. You know He's the guy you. with the thing in the... In the place. Yeah. <laughs> Yarp. Oh, man. That's... Yarp. That's the hound from Game of Thrones. Yeah. Again, they so got all the Game of Thrones in this. Well, Game of Thrones is just like, let's hire... All the famous British actors. Hey, don't just uh, like Harry Potter. Don't uh, and also Bill don't dis- in Harry Potter. Don't yeah. discount, uh, you know, two-time Academy Award-winning actress Olivia Coleman as Doris. Yep. Like she, and she started off in comedy. Yeah, she like, did a lot of comedy stuff before. And uh, look at her now, being a bad act, like uh, now being in this, you know, funny, almost like this is, you know, you'd think it'd be a throwaway character, but there's some great payoff with Doris also. Like, everybody has has, has payoff, but, like, the, the little gags on everything there are just, it's so good. Um, one, of, one of my personal favorite gags, um, and I laugh every time, is 
when Nicholas goes to meet the NWA, the Neighborhood Watch Alliance um, kind of head guy, I think that's Mr. Weaver, uh, he starts talking about like, hey, we got to do something about this. And they go to the the one number one town men is the human statue. <laughs> this guy is painted in gold and he's just in the town square just doing nothing, standing still. And he's like, here he is at one o'clock, two o'clock, three o'clock. And he's not he's just loitering. <laughs> he's just there. He's just like, sit there, loitering. <laughs> Look at those he died, he's still loitering. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That was a wild uh, kind of thing where you saw kind of the payoff to all that. And, like, they're, again, small throwaway lines where they start talking about how people kept dying of accidents. Mm-hmm. And then, they're you know, they go and say, hey, but uh, Mr. Uh, Ed, what's his name? Uh, the, the the farmer. He's like, Ed the farmer, you know, the, the gu- they just say his name, but that's the guy who they go to his barn and, like, confiscate all the guns. He uh, goes and... You know, they, they, they just mentioned how, like, he fell on his pitchfork mm. when everybody kept falling on all their stuff when that's not really what's going on. And, you know, uh, Mr. Ed, Mr. Weebly fell on his shears. Yeah, like, it's uh, pretty, you know, like, it just, I, again, very major hallmark of Edgar Wright where you are rewarded for paying attention. There's all small details. But um, how also cool was it where when he's taking the train and going to Sanford, you see that just how far away he is from what he's used to. Like his cell phone coverage starts dying. Mm-hmm. Like that. That's a cool way to tell like, oh, man, this guy's going far. Like he's out it, in the It movies. has a lot of like quick cuts of like, you know, him stopping at different stations mm-hmm. and like waiting, getting on a train, like, uh, you know, and then kind of going back and forth. So. Yeah, yeah, it's a, like, like quick... Another hallmark of Edgar Wright movies where I don't know if he does the editing or he probably has the same editor because I think all his movies have that type of style. Very similar quick cuts like that. But the thing is, it's like smartly done quick cuts because it's that scene we're talking about where he's going from his London police station to to where is it? Um, Sanford. Sanford. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know how many cuts. Let's just say 30 cuts of like a second's worth of clips but in like quick success succession and then but it's done so well that you know exactly what's going on it's like uh beat by beat you're like oh they're showing you this now this they're showing you that he's tired how long it's taking because now it's nighttime and then they're showing you the cell phone coverage and they show you how many people are going on and off the train wow, he's yeah it's like all of this like it and it's probably in a matter of like 20 seconds uh, but it shows you so many different things that are going on. And it's he's just like, still he's packed with only his peace lily and a cup, like one small suitcase. Like mm-hmm. the man is really bare bones, all about the job. It tells you, a, you know, character. There's characterization there too, and there it's it's kind of builds up to what this next journey is for the character. Even if the, in this over the top, mm-hmm. you know, send up to action movies style action comedy. Yeah, some people may find that his style, Edgar Wright style, maybe a little disorienting with all those cuts or but intense I, or disorientating if you're from london or british because they, they say that for some reason disorientating but um no he usually does it very well and it's on purpose it's not just hey i'm making an action movie and i'm doing so many cuts because the action is terrible and i'm cutting to avoid you seeing like the bad stunts like no it's like it's all his cuts are very intentional and it's quick but you can see what's going on even though they're very quick. So I really like I like his style. And it weirdly enough lends itself really well to this movie because even with the like initial what you think is action and it turns up being like small town stuff, it still ties into the pace of what the character is normally used to. So then when he befriends the who ends up being the chief of police's son, Danny Butterman, played by Nick Frost, you kind of see the jarring different like attitudes to their line of work like one just sees like oh my dad's a cop i'm a cop and i'm just kind of bumbling around and one's like super serious down to the wire and he kind of gets inspired you know and danny gets inspired by what nicholas is doing as a cop and even with the whole idea of just like silly like oh i watch i know what it means to be a cop because i watch cop movies whereas nicholas is like no it's all about being able to get to the scene properly ask the right questions write down everything and uh you know do proper police work and uh also you know having official 
standard guidelines having a, in terms of terminology, which is funny enough. I use that stuff to this day with like everything, like saying like, oh, and instead of saying manpower, use staffing because manpower well, all, is a bit All sexist. three of you always pulling up one-liners from this movie that before There's I was so just like, I don't know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> well, now you know it's all for the greater good. Yeah, the greater good. The greater good. <laughs> Got him. Every time, the greater good, the greater good. I, that's it's in my. I, I have family members that do that to me. When I say the greater good, they repeat right on cue, just the greater good. You know who you are if you're listening. Thank you. And uh, no, there's so many little things like trying to find. Oh, the swan's gotten loose again, and he thinks it's a crank call. He's like, no, actually, it's. <laughs> the swan got loose, and it's freaking tall Stephen Merchant telling him. Peter Ian Staker. <laughs> Peter Ian Staker. Piss taker? He's like, yeah, that's me, Peter Ian Staker. And well, how does he describe the swan? Like, he's like, uh, two feet tall. Two feet tall. Neck, uh, long, black, slender neck. Black bill. Black and orange. And he's like, and it's a swan. It's a swan. <laughs> <laughs> but but what I, I, I don't know how many times I've seen this movie, and I noticed it this time. Oh, and yeah, I, even, yeah, I mentioned yeah, it to Zach, it. and I was like, <laughs> So the hotel that he's staying at because he had his cottage isn't ready. It's called the Swan, Swan hotel. hotel. Yeah, and then his room is called the Castle. The Castle. And then so yeah. like when he gets the call from Ian Staker, he goes, "The Swan has escaped the Castle," and and of course the whole hotel is full with Swan um, statues and pictures everywhere. So it's just like there's swans everywhere in this movie. <laughs> and he thinks really like there's gotta be something. And what's funny is. The, uh, Sanford's number one most wanted ends up being the swan because they just can't catch him. <laughs> Even and, with, and well, in most of the, I think, crime scenes, like, they see, like, the swan there. So, like, oh, the swan's the culprit. Like, they, <laughs> they see him there, and they're just like, no, we gotta get him later because, you know, somebody unfortunately had an accident. accident. Uh, and, then, uh, so, and then what's funny is all the accidents is with Simon Skinner kind of being around. Play, I, that's Timothy Dalton's character. Like he, he's always playing something or doing something like highly incriminating. Yeah. Like, like when he's driving over, it's like, oh, it's a shame what happened to. Uh, and uh, then smiles and even, then just like drives yeah, off. Even Martin. And, and, and then you're the like, song playing you in it? his car has to do with like killing the, um, the Romeo Juliet Romeo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like the what just happened to that. And you're like, how couple. do you know that? It's like it's a small town. World travels fast. Like, buddy, excuse me. And then, like, the veiled threats the night before that he would say to, like, pretty much what right before the people secrets will come out of your head if he's you like, I bet, your yeah, skull I bet we can open. bash your skull open. It's like, jeez. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, that guy will be in bitch tomorrow. It's like, <laughs> Yeah. And that was the, was it a... The refrigerator guy the with refrigerator the big house. house. That, that looked ugly. The that's, gaudy house. That's the only reason why they killed him, because <laughs> that whole, uh, we don't you, like his house. Dude, what did you think about that whole reveal? Oh, it's like, you think it's this master plan? And they're just like, no, we just don't like these people. And we just have to get them out. And it needs to be for the master, you know, plan of having the, you know, Village of the Year award. For the greater good? Nah. For the, the greater, greater good. good. Like, I I knew it was going to be kind of like where it was more than one person. I just didn't expect, like... Ten of them. Twenty. <laughs> the entire, like, elite all, like, of all the, the elders. Yeah. yeah. The NWA. Yeah. <laughs> just all of them. And, and, and the I told, neighborhood watch association and the viewer. I mean, it was pretty much the whole group that was in that uh, kind of like the opening meeting, no? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, then yeah. that's when they, they had their weekly, yeah. like, I guess, like real meeting, and uh-huh. then I guess they also have their meetings secret. of their. We gotta go kill people. Yeah. But like most of the the actual NWA meeting was like almost the same thing or just like oh they're expecting the baby and then they get yeah. to the oh, NWA they, they started to the name baby's the born and they have the two names and they named them twins yeah. and the christening is next week from oh, Saturday good. oh and now we're taking care of Nicholas Angel like it's <laughs> too good the uh, other part oh man okay what did you think of the opening bar scene oh with the with, with the kids When's your, when's your birthday? <laughs> was it the twenty second of February? What year? I, I Every like year. year. <laughs> <laughs> I, like the, I like the one kid where he he's like, oh, uh, how old are you? And he's like, ah, and then just like, hey, when's your birthday? Ah, go home. Like nineteen sixty nine. He's like, so you're thirty seven. He's like, yes. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> The, the or the like, he's he's drinking his cranberry juice and he finally he realizes these kids are hella underage because he's smiling and he gets blinded by the brace princess. <laughs> so dumb. Just, no, and he just starts laying on the lot. When's your birthday? And then 
all the kids leave and the bar has no Empty. customers. Yeah. It's just like, well, they're a little south of proper, but you know, where else are they going to go? It's like, not here. Okay. <laughs> it's the law. Oh my God, dude. And then they give him the stink eye. And then uh, as he gets back to the hotel, or first he gets to the hotel and this old lady's looking at him and is like, oh, it's uh, blah, blah, blah. And he's looks like fascist. He's like, excuse me? He's like, then he keeps looking at Hag, excuse me? He's like, no, right there. He's like, it's the crossword puzzle. It's the crossword puzzle. She's like, oh, thank you. Of course. Oh, bless you. And she came back later on. <laughs> he's, like, fascist. he's like, it's fascism. Yeah, fascism. How about in the, uh, when the doctor is doing was doing at the the town like fair or whatever and he's like doing the gunshot where <laughs> he's doing the gun gun thing he's like oh i don't touch guns anymore mm-hmm. and then he goes and it's grabs the gun rifle. just it's just an air rifle okay and he like, just like he, 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 he kind of edgar wright style quick cut mm-hmm. he picks up the rifle and just bing, 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 puts the back gun down and effective you don't need to see him shooting it yeah. you just know that he's a badass and then even the doctor is like good lord <laughs> I like to believe he didn't actually shoot once. <laughs> and it just, just picked it just up just and looked at it. He looked at it. He looked at them and they went down. <laughs> like he held it, looked, stared, boom, boom, boom. And then Danny was like, holy crap. And then he picks up the gun and then shoots the and doctor because in the foot. Nothing was ever <laughs> in the shot. Foot, he shoots yeah. the doctor in the foot. And shoots the doctor in the foot. He's like, oh, he's a doctor. He can deal with it. <laughs> and then they say it again later. That was like, a good line. Too good. Yeah, then they brought that line back. Dude, that's, that's one of my favorite lines. So I don't know if you noticed in that scene with the fair... When they show the the reporter, he's kind of talking with the the what do you call it the flower lady. Yeah, he's Lee Tiller. Yeah, yeah, so they're I guess like conspiring or whatever. And like as they're talking, the camera pans and it shows Timothy Dalton's character with the with the and he has a little mallet yeah mallet. And they're at uh, the their booth and it says slap the rat. rat. And yeah, then and he's like song. he's like but he's staring at him, at like staring right at him. And then splat the rat, and he's just looking at him with mm. the most dead dead eyes and, and even, then, even the song that was playing the lyrics were somewhere along the lines of like spot the right yeah and then the and then the raffle that they were doing the two names that came out were skinner and and uh what do you call it the reporter he's in, he's in the loo and then the other oh tim messenger and then what yeah. did the priest say is like your number's up yeah so like a lot of the movie like the first third of the movie was like hinting at okay skinner's like doing all these weird things I mean, so he's they, probably yeah, the yeah. killer he's probably the killer so it's like they hinted very heavily that uh this guy's doing all this stuff and his yeah, local just... super marché. like uh, oh how about when they they he gets the whole scene where he's trying to piece everything together the whole conspiracy he rolls up into his office and uh you know he's trying to pin the whole thing on him but he doesn't have the hard evidence Skinner gives, throws him the security tape. He's like, feel free to spool it over. And then he does his stupid smile just like the freaking portrait in the back. <laughs> but it's like staring at him with the portrait. Yeah, the yeah. Like, like it zooms in on his face with the smile. And the same smile. <laughs> it's too good. This movie does a lot of those like more silly edits but it's like edits with sound effects and zoom in so it's like every, every time, time there's like a mr uh, the the butterman he would uh yeah like there's so many instances where where either the chief uh sergeant um the chief constable i think would be yeah i don't remember what his title was but whatever those the, the chief He's yeah the chief Chief Butterman and Danny, which is his son, both of them in the movie would constantly be slapping uh, Nicholas like, like Angel on the in their shoulder. shoulder, and every time it would be like, boom! Like a, <laughs> and it's like a loud sound effect every time. I think it happens like 10 times in the movie. So it's like, it's just like, it's why? You know, hey. And it's like, and it'll, it'll either set up the most stupid thing, so now you're conditioned for it being, okay, it's just, oh, you know what to do. Like, hey, it's your turn, and, and they have to like do some stupid duty. What was it when, like, they uh, couldn't take the tickets from uh, what's his name? Oh, from the from, from the from the actors. from the actor guy. He, they couldn't take his his tickets. Like, oh, have free tickets! Like, oh, we, we can't accept gifts from people that we've officially rebuked. The exact yeah. line. Good job, Zach. And then it's like, yeah, we yeah we told him to. And then wait, Took actually, jog on. Jog on. <laughs> and then Frank Barton is like, <laughs> he he does the thing. He's like, actually, and he's like, hey, I have. Two tickets, two tickets and because team, I want you to represent the <laughs> the, pol- the, the police service there. But we're not here for that. Yeah, <laughs> we're not here for that. Yeah, dude. But yeah, like so the same thing with the shoulder hits. Like it's also like part of the music where like a lot of the times they would show the hooded killer 
it would just like randomly zoom into the killer five times and they would do that throughout the whole way like that sound effect that that sound effect with the zoom in of whatever character it is and then the ridiculous. zoom of him running it's like very old school like 80s like cheesy just like sound effect zoom ins but can we talk about like the, the even like zooming the, in on people's eyes like it goes from like full body to like closer and then to the face and then their eyes but like all the like I want to talk about the score of the movie especially like towards the, the far end of the movie like you have that like uh the that theme like the kind of like heavy brass like cop theme I, i'm gonna just butcher it because like boom 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 the last like 20 minutes of the movie yeah all that is just it's so perfectly cheesy cop style like you know we're here and we're gonna get stuff done i don't know like it's just it fits so perfectly like the movie just is the ultimate like this kind of massive mix and swirl of all of these all this setup it's, and it's, like it's a massive spoof of of like your typical like like what you get in, in but it's in done like smart movies but it's done so smart in the sense that the all the payoffs and the, the throwaway lines actually have meaning yeah. like i always love my the favorite line just like oh don't you know everybody's packing in the country and they're like oh yeah who like farmers like yeah like who's packing farmers farmers like everyone and their mom yeah, farmers' moms. And that paid off at the end. Yeah, everybody and their moms is packing the country. Like, who the farmers? Farmers' moms. Yeah, it paid off at the end. One of the guys on the NWA is trying to call mom, and this old ninety-year-old lady with a freaking <laughs> shotgun in the face. He like jumps over the bushes to kick her in the face. Just, <laughs> just flying kick in the nose, like, Luke, like a Luke Kang kick. Like, Can we talk about that, that? That one scene where he's chasing the the killer, and he just does like a whole front flip. Oh, in the table. Didn't you see him when he f- jumped over the fence? Yeah. Like, haven't you ever taken a shortcut before? <laughs> well, he just, not a Denny. He did like the first three pool. fences. Like he just like he would like Hop, easily hopped scale. over. Like he would push it down and then jump over. And then the third one, he just straight up like double <laughs> flips. <laughs> like he's a Nintendo character. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like a double. <laughs> and Danny's like, yeah. And then just <laughs> <laughs> which was which was a callback to Shaun of the Dead, yeah. Where they do the same thing, but they just instead Simon Pegg. always some form of like fence. There's joke. a fence gag in every movie. <laughs> That's just the minor like. Well, just uh, in setup and preview. Just in those two, unfortunately. In there those wasn't three. One. There wasn't one in the. In the film. Yes, it was. I don't think there, there totally was. was. We'll have to see when we because I've seen the movie a few times. I don't remember. I haven't seen it in a I'll while, so I, I don't remember. Dude, you're nuts. Yeah, you go rewatch that. It's, <laughs> it's there. Got, got re- no, it's you have to rewatch it because it's totally there. There's so, totally a fancy. I mean, they, they it was in say, the TV spots. They probably don't everything. even say the line, you've never taken a shortcut before, but I mean, maybe the scene is there regardless. There is a fence gag, just that maybe not the spoken part of it, but the fence gag is there. But the scene, like, trying to jump over and stuff. Yes. Like, I don't remember. Yeah, he's that. trying to play a scale of fence. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've seen the movie, like, at least three or four times, and I don't remember. So I've only seen it twice, and I know that that's for there for sure. Though. I don't really know who did the, the music. I just looked it up now. So it's David Arnold. He did the music for Independence Day. Yeah, he did. And some of the Daniel Craig Bond movies. Yeah, he helped compose some of those things. So it's pretty out of hand. Yeah, pretty cool. Like and Skyfall, Casino Royale. Godzilla, the US one. The Which one? The original? The Magic Shot. Oh, the Magic Shot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, the horrible season. So I guess he's a. So Roland Demerick. So fun, yeah, fun fact I was watching something on, the t- on TV once. This was many years ago. And. It was, they were showing the 98 Godzilla, but when I looked at, like, my TV planner, I looked at the info, I was like, oh, what year did this come out? It showed the one from 2014. What? That's oh, incorrect. Wow. Yeah, and, and it said Aaron Taylor Johnson was the also like, this So is, they had their own description. This is very wrong. Because <laughs> no, they were showing the water one. and this, like, the, you know, the, the, the old the guy, the old guy talking to Jean Reno going, Godzilla, Godzilla, Godzilla. And I'm like, this is, this is not the right synopsis, but uh, good job, Comcast. You did it. I'm sure they fixed it later on, but sure. Um, that was the stupidest I'm sure thing. No one caught that, aside from you and a few people. Yeah. Well, whatever. That's that's how that works. But uh, yeah, and this whole movie leads up to like a massive, crazy, over the top action sequence of the last like 22 minutes or so. Like it's everything from gunfights, car chases, emotional. Emotional confrontations, hard truths. You got these like 
blood splatter kills throughout the whole they're movie. They're not even kill yeah, oh, like throughout the whole movie, but even at the end, all of this, like Nicholas does not kill anybody. Yeah, which that's is true. pretty out of hand. Yeah. They're all, like, shoulder they're all shoulder wounds. Or, or foot hits. Which or that means chin he hits. Die, but. So what's awesome about this movie is that throughout the movie, um, Nick Frost's character, Danny, like admires Simon Pegg's character so much because he's like, oh man, so you've seen so much action. Like as you're a cop, he's like, just like in all these action movies. And like throughout the movie, he's like asking if he's seen all these movies. And he's like... Bad Boys 2, you ain't ever seen Bad Boys 2. He's like, no, no, no. He's like, Die Hard, he hasn't seen any of these. And so later on in the movie, he shows him Point Break and Bad Boys 2. So like, he understands like, yeah, these are the cool cop movies. That he's, I, that he's like, because he, he shows him the DVDs, he's like, Point Break or Bad Boys 2? Uh, I'm not sure which one we should, or I'm not sure. I'm not, I'm not sure which one's bad. I've never seen both. He's like, no, which one do you want to watch first? First. <laughs> and then he says, oh, you're pulling my leg, and then it cuts to the killer <laughs> pulling, pulling the, one of the, the, the leg of the guy he just killed. The millionaire guy, yeah. The scenes that they show as they're watching the movie, mm-hmm. that ends up later on. It's about well, to it's go like, off. It's yeah. like, the, the, like the, the way that it's edited with the, with the right like, moments. Yeah. And when they realize that there's an explosion, they wake up and they're watching Bad Boys 2. It's like, hey, this shit just got real. That's... That's a, that's one of the most memorable lines in all of action yeah, it's movies. It's very clear that um, Edgar Wright likes action movies because I'm pretty sure the whole last car chase scene at the end is like straight shot for shot uh, one of the car chases from Bad, Bad Boys. Boys. Yeah, even the bang bang. Yeah, bang bang, and then like and then <laughs> and then at the end <laughs> and then at the end when everything's done and then a random helicopter is shown out of nowhere and they both look up like that. That exact shot is from Bad Boys. How about the car like, chase and the model village and the little kids like <laughs> looking up? Yeah, the car flying over the model village and then a random kid that's not in the whole movie is there in the model village and then he does this. What was his name? Aaron Aronson. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're gonna just Aaron call, Aronson? call down the entire uh, phone book. We're gonna start with oh, Aaron A. Aronson. Like. And little kid's like, what's your name, kid? Good job. But Aaron Aronson. <laughs> Sorry. But the exact what? shot of like him looking up and it's the like camera a like... a wind machine and like And the camera looking up at him uh, like at a downward angle. Michael Bay does that in I think every one of his movies. Like go watch the For Transformers. Sure. Yeah, like, the Transformers go watch movies. all the Transformers movies and you'll see a scene where some big thing is going over someone and then oh, always, the camera's yeah. underneath yeah. them like, whoa. Even, isn't in even, slow motion. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's even in... Ambulance. Amber lamps. Amber lamps, for sure. Probably. I think it is. And like in one of the, the, the highway sequences, like they're looking at the helicopter. Uh, then there's also in, oh, uh, what's this other movie? Pain and Gain. I'm pretty sure it's also in Pain and Gain. Like they're just, that's just a Michael Bay staple. So yeah, it's just like very evident that he likes Michael Bay movies. <laughs> <laughs> Again, like in every scene has like, it's written so well. The whole scene when he is figuring out information of... The connected deaths with Leslie Tiller trying to buy a piece of Lily for Danny. The whole point where she's just like every mentioning everybody who died, she just says God rest him or God rest him or God rest her, and then she talks about like multiples together, like so and so and so. Then this person, this person, this person, God rest a lot of them. I was like, yeah, Man, this lady is way too respectful right now. And then she's about to drop an f bomb. <laughs> Uh, this from one end of the spectrum so completely like, to the other. Like, oh, yeah, Hilarious. So, so, yeah, honestly, he he can go. Yeah. Uh, no, just cousin cousin sissy could go f. Yeah. yeah can go and then and, and, go food, and it cuts off. Dude, yeah, this movie is too good. There's a fire in the station. <laughs> it's his birthday cake. <laughs> Happy birthday. <laughs> Let's go like, meet the Andes. <laughs> Let me guess. They're both named Andrew. It's like cool. They said you were smart. <laughs> so. Oh man. Did you know? I didn't. I'm looking at the at the names now and so their last names it's andy wainwright and, and andy, andy cartwright, cartwright. yeah <laughs> that's that. why they're that andy's but they're not related they're just friends <laughs> and murder freaking, murder murder change what? the record and this guy from game of thrones the hound uh i forgot the character's name lurch or, the, or michael why is it michael it's michael yeah. michael but like he has a nickname but yeah yeah michael dude and all he says is yard 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 that was the great like so is Nicholas Angel not gonna wake up? Yarp? No, no. Like, he's like, is he? Is he? Is, is, he, is he gonna be a problem? Narp. He's like, okay, <laughs> good. <laughs> Come to the castle. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah, let's do that. Narp. 
Yeah. Oh man. And then the the hey, what was it? He was hanging out with Dan with uh, Danny the first time at the pub. He's just like talking all the serious cop stuff. And I wanted to be a cop. And you know, I had a uh, you know that I wanted to be a cop or Kermit the Frog. And his whole thing was his uncle. And it was you know this whole that that memory is a core memory of why I'm a cop. And Danny's like, all right, cool. Well, check this out. And he just stabs his eye with the freaking ketchup. <laughs> and that has a payoff later it on. Does. Like. It's those little things like that. Like it's fun character moments. It's well, that silly. with the note, the with the notepad. He's like, "Hey, you're gonna need this, buddy." And then it's like, "Oh, good. He, I know where that is." And then he did the yeah. the trick. And then what, what was? Oh yeah, and just the, his inspiration to go back and save the town was Point Break and Bad Boys Two. <laughs> the DVD rack. The DVD <laughs> rack. They don't have those anymore. I think. Makes me sad. You just gotta go to Target. You'll have racks of stuff. <laughs> and then uh. The two times the callback of the check out the new check out his arse check yeah, out his arse arc. he's on the radio and you just hear check out his arse and then he comes back check out Angel check out his horse like and then like, you got them talking about London London different ways yeah remember the country they kept bunking. calling him back I guess they wanted him back on the forest and he's like I'll call him back. He's like, okay. Or like the, the, the night desk guy, he says, nobody tells me nothing. That 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 guy always makes me laugh because it's just how just miserable he looks. And then like the guy in the morning, he's like, I'm doing great. Like, what's wrong with you? Uh, it's just too cheery. Everything is just so great about this movie. Uh, it's too good. Um, like, I, I, I can't... If we're going to like sum it all up together and give it a... Uh, uh, a type of like rating like I can't give a rating because I'm just gonna give this movie like this is like a perfect 10 for me even though like there's yeah like there, there, are, there are very very minor things from like a filmmaking standpoint that's just like okay maybe this kind of thing but like it's it's personally it's one of my favorite movies of all time so like I can't what do you, how do you compare it to Shaun of the Dead better it's better than Shaun of the Dead that's way, way better it's a I great movie. Yeah, Shaun of the Dead's great, but I think this movie just for like what it sets out and accomplishes, and what it sets out to do. I think as like a like just Shaun of the Dead's like that's that homage to like those horror zombie movies. This just takes the the movies of like the action movies and just like almost even elevates it in trying to be like a send up to those movies. It's almost like it's it stands just stands alone just as well as just your standard cop action movie. Yeah. It's it's too good, but he like mixes genres so well because technically Shaun of the Dead, like yes, it's a zombie movie, but it's like a romantic comedy because a lot of the movies about him and his yeah. girlfriend and like and their struggles, and then and it's hilarious, so it's also a comedy. So it's like four or five different genres in one, and this a one is thriller action comedy. Yeah, this one's like action mystery. movie, and it's also like a slasher movie, and also a buddy cop movie yeah. with him and and his partner. I do so, like that they're both like very different. Yeah, yeah, I mean they have some similar themes and and things, but like like you were saying, like the first one is a zombie rom com mm-hmm. almost, and this, a friend like a friendship movie too. Yeah. With, with, this Nick one's Frost a character. buddy cop, a slasher. Um, the prices. So. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Skinner, to your office. To your office, Mr. Skinner. Skinner. <laughs> Simon Skinner. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> I, I think it happens two or three times, but they're in throughout the movie when they go to Doris's character, which is Olivia Coleman's character. Um, she'll make some sexual innuendo joke herself yeah by herself and then she laughs at it by herself and then (laughs) then everybody else laughs afterwards but like um the few times where she's next to the guy that we didn't mention the guy that just like mumbles you can't understand Mm -hmm. what he's saying he's like sex in the dog like she she'll say a joke and he'll he'll (laughs) like just say like what the joke is about in like one word like she says one joke she just goes tits (laughs) (laughs) and then like 40 minutes later she says another joke and he's just like cocks <laughs> it's ridiculous like and that's those are like those single words like you understand what he says but then when he speaks he just mumbles, mumbles. he's like yeah. blah, 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 like farmer fram from uh what's his face from the water boy he just says random nonsense Dude. just like the scene where they have to they take him to the farmer walder frey um, as a translator, as a translator <laughs> and, then, and then they need to, they need danny to translate what this guy is saying because they don't understand what he's saying <laughs> It's like a, it's two, it's guys, two, way, two guys two guys are just mumbling nonsense two way translator it's like what the hell did he just say 
He's like, he's like, he says for this one, this one. He says for this one, like, what do you mean this one? <laughs> you have a permit for this gun? They go to the barn. Power of Grayskull. I, I knew the the big um, the sea mine. The sea mine was gonna come yeah, back. Yeah, it was gonna come back. Of course, it's, it's like it's Chekhov sea mine. Yeah, of course it's. I was like, why would you put back. it in your like? And they, they made it they specifically yeah. made it and show like oh it does it's not active like, yeah. okay, of course it's not active tick, now tick, 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 tick. Oh, and they run it's like yeah see it's good and they just It'll keep kicking later. it he's like yeah it's it deactivated yeah he's like deactivated he's just kicking it and kicking it and they're just oh like God. why stop and he's even still like I don't know yeah their whole like since it seems like they don't do any work like the policemen there the uh, police officers yeah uh, their evidence room is all empty because nothing happened evidence in town. room everything's been an accident yeah. right and then room. when he comes he gets this guy's like his whole shed of guns and puts yeah. him in the evidence locker Riot. like what should have been there already <laughs> all these years yeah. it's just from that but, like, one guy when they, when they go guy. in the farmer's shed it's another one of those like it's like 15 to 20 seconds of just sound effect <laughs> and zoom in noise <laughs> of quick edits of how many guns this guy has like it was there forever i feel like how many how many corners are there to this to this shed but yeah man and then when he was packing up everything to go out it took him like multiple trips yeah oh my god it's too good the movie's amazing just like him coming back after you know they supposedly killed him but nobody knew that he he was alive and he just comes it's back angel. like nothing happened and he's like I'm gonna go into evidence locker and he literally like puts everything on his back like he's a video game character and didn't kill anybody no because no. he has like perfect aim he's yeah. such a good cop that he, even, even he was the like guy shooting that, everybody in the shoulder even the guy in the bar that uh, he, he shot the bear trap on, on his neck he, he ended up Surviving, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when they were when they were uh, processing him, everybody at the last yeah. sequence, he was they taking his everybody. his picture, like with the bear trap on. Simon Skinner had the patch over a neck brace and the patch over his chin. Yeah, he that. still had the thing sticking out of his yeah. his mouth. Can we can we really very quickly how many times they foreshadowed? Um, something happening with the church. They yes. show the church like ten times. Oh yeah, it, it was always in the backdrop of, of mm-hmm. like half the shots in this movie. But but can we we talk about like using really goofy like sound effects and over the tops of sometimes? So when the 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 rest of the police force finally realizes <laughs> yes. that Frank Butterman is like, wait, you should prop, dude. It's this is this is getting out of hand now. We gotta stop. And he shoots the chandelier to and escape, they just, right? and they, yeah, to escape. And they it's a in. slow motion for no reason. Like slow the chandelier is falling in slow motion. It's like motion. in any of those cop movies, are like, you can't get me. I'm gonna run away. But he doesn't say anything afterwards. He just like like give, like yells. But they cut in a lion roar. <laughs> <laughs> just and then and then he runs away. It's I like, think I noticed that only like the third time watching. I was just like, "What?" Like, because it's subtle, but like not subtle. Yeah. Like, yeah. Why is there lying yeah, right the music, It, it kind of it kind of uh, uh, the sound effects go so well, even though it's so ridiculous that like it just fits. Like the movie is just it's insanely it's insanely great. Ah, uh, movie's so good, dude. With the priest. Be, uh, giving his whole sermon about peace and you're not a man of God but stop this mindless violence and they have this whole like emotional conflict of hey you understand that you know I may not be a man of God but I know right and wrong and this has to stop and he just goes F off grasshopper he grabs the two little guns shoots him in the chest but then they get back and, Danny. And, and then Danny takes him and shoots him in the in the shoulder he just, you know, <laughs> as he's falling he just goes Jesus Christ it's just like the old guy with his big old coat and like oh he might be hiding a gun there from the early in the movie and it's just like no it's just the old guy he turns out yeah he was whipping out a gun and then like he gets tripped over by all the beer kegs that fall on him he, he's like oh my hip oh no sorry no that's the old guy who attacks him with the saber oh, the husband of the, the old lady in the swan he's fighting him with the the police baton and he trips him he goes oh my hip <laughs> just this old people going jesus christ and my hip it's the movie's freaking it's hilarious too good. too good uh danny what do you think about this what did you think in the end i thought it was really good um Gosh. for the uh for the uh <laughs> What? No, like, it's uh, a strong five. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's a it's a four out of uh, ten. No. <laughs> wow. Um, I don't remember what I. Well, I don't think I rated Shaun of the Dead. I'm, I feel like we did. But uh, you probably just talked about it that you saw. Yeah, it, I think I we just mentioned rated. it. Um, I mean, how much do you remember from Shaun of the Dead to give it a rating? Everything now. 
I think, like, overall, as a movie, I liked Shaun of the Dead better. Hot take. <laughs> wow. Hot take on hot fuzz, but okay. Overall, I think it was really good. It was like a step up in... To the streets? <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's a 10. That's a 10. Step up to the streets. Um, Nothing's better than... Was Great really, dancing in the rain. Was it really two duh streets? Yes. It was two, two the streets. Two the streets. I'll give it a solid eight. If solid you said eight. anything other than an eight, I would I would have to actually fight you. Why? I'll give it a solid eight. A solid eight. Okay. You should eight? just say a soft eight then, just to piss him off. <laughs> it's not a seven, so that's okay. I'll allow it. But a soft eight is like seven point eight or something like that. So <laughs> what was your charm of the dead? Two which one? If, 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 if I'll probably rate it like eight. The same. Well. You would like eight piece lilies, eight Japanese eight piece Japanese lilies. piece lilies. Um, eight so cuddly monkeys. Looking at Rotten Tomatoes, do you guys know the scores? Yeah. Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah, ninety one and ninety something. Ninety one and eighty nine for Hot Fuzz, and then Shaun of the like Dead 80. has ninety two critic and ninety three. Audience. Well, those aren't scores per se. That's it's an aggregate. It's yeah, an yeah, aggregate yeah, yeah, yeah. average it's of a, how many people liked it. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, 98% yeah, yeah. of people said that this movie is great. Correct. 98? Yeah, right? Or how many? How many it was 91. 91 of critics. 91% yeah. of critics were like, yes. Thumbs up, yeah. 92 of critics like Shot of the Dead. But oh. what's, what's, that, what's out of 10? What's the, the, the rating? Yeah. The actual rating? They but don't do no, they have a rating I, I on just, Rotten Tomatoes? No. They, they, they brought do. it up because they they're both in the 90s. Like, yeah. I think IMDb has that like 7.9 or something like that. That's ridiculous. So that's what that's along the lines of Danny. Because yeah. that's <laughs> the soft eight. The soft eight. I mean, Shaun of the Dead is 7.9. They're both. Hot Fuzz is 7.8. Highly point rated. Eight. So. Impossible. Boo. Impossible. It goes to both show. Both of those should be higher. Yeah. Why is the short dope rated 7.9? <laughs> the one thing this movie doesn't have that Shaun of the Dead has is don't s- smacking a zombie to the beat of Don't Queen. Stop Me oh, Now. Yeah. To the, so the, oh, I love that scene. The, it has this, on Rotten Tomatoes, it's 7.7 out of 10. This one? Yeah, on Rotten Tomatoes. So it's 91%, but with a 7.7. 7. Which is pretty respectable. It's whack. It's what it is. And the audience, I'm sure, is like a 4.2 tiny... out of 5. Oh, they got it. That's so weird. Four point two, but they, out of they, five? they do the the. Why did they do it out of ten? ten. <laughs> I mean, that you double that. That's eight point four out of ten, basically. Yeah. Why are you trying to give it more points? <laughs> but well, I'm saying out of ten, like. But then points. it has like a a less percentage. Yeah, it's <laughs> that's so weird. <laughs> Well, I mean, the people that liked it mean that they rated it higher than, higher than the people than the critics rated Correct, it. Correct. Yeah. So that would be the you only know, way. Oh, if you forgot to mention that scene, uh, more along the lines with the music coming in with like an edit. It, it's not even an edit, but when the Andes are talking to him because they're mad at at uh, Nicholas Angel, they're like, "Yeah, we didn't find Boom. anything." And then Boom. they both like one by one go out of the frame out of frame to like sound effects boom and then, boom and, one, and, one, and then, the and then, and then they come back and then one of them comes back with another sound effect <laughs> so stupid it's like it's so dumb but it's hilarious it's, there it's is brilliant. one clip I think it's you, so you brilliantly met, dumb cause X you came in late um, but you asked if like oh if if um, the scene happened already and it's like where he pops back into the uh-huh. the screen that's the one they were talking about yeah I was like, like oh they, they do the thing just yeah. missed it yeah. Yeah, that was after uh, what's the his name? Yeah, the uh, house when the whole where house, the house blew up. up. Like after they watched Bad Boys. Yeah, and, uh, it, after it went off. When he opens his whole like closet full of DVDs. <laughs> the power of Grayskull. It's so good. It's so good. All right, so I'm he glad had, you got to see that man. Yeah, two for down you? for you. No, no, oh. for him. I'm Zach has us a perfect. Oh, what's Zach? I, well, he's like need, need I say what it is? Yeah, he's like need say a ten. What's better, this or Top Gun Maverick? Oh, <laughs> I just love putting them in his face. So like, hey, <laughs> Every hey, movie, you just ask him like, like Top Gun or this? Is it, is it this or? Because I, I did, I did rate Top, Top Gun, Gun a ten out of ten. Regular Top Gun. No. <laughs> Damn. Oh, oh, I get because I get them on a six or a five or something. I don't remember something what it was. like that. Um, but I mean, Top Gun was a ten out of ten. Maverick was ten out of ten. This one is also ten out of ten. Okay, done. I'm not gonna. Oh, what, nine nine out out I need no explanation. Ten out of ten. Oh, a ten out of ten. ten. Hard yeah. ten. Need no explanation. Yeah, I feel like this movie is even better. Like watching it in like a group. Um, <laughs> it's true. Yeah, because you just like it's absolutely true. 
you you feed off of everybody's energy and what yeah. they're laughing at and everything and like or things that they're observing because i bet you if you see this a second time you'll probably like it even more because then you'll see all those like little things um that just like little easter eggs that he put in there like like i noticed that the hotel is called the swans like oh my god i never noticed that before i don't know why yeah. i never noticed it but or how, how i noticed the the notepad being when it was like oh here exactly that's a good call yeah so yeah there's so many like litter little easter eggs but yeah this movie's awesome it's a 10 for me it's it was one of those where it's like yeah when I, I watched it in theaters it was hilarious everybody in the theater was enjoying it so it's just like and then I guess it depends on like the environment and how you're watching it it's it probably adds to the experience but yeah I don't know how many times I've seen this movie probably like 10 times you know what this movie but has, it's awesome you know what this hilarious. movie has that Shaun of the Dead doesn't have a great big bushy beard <laughs> exactly oh <my> exactly <laughs> I have to do that every time the great big bushy beard and then <laughs> <laughs> I'm, glad that they, so I'm glad that they like showed him I mean it, it was messed up but yeah, he was dead he was dead because that's they... what happened to Popwell but it's just crusty jugglers yeah like dude oh, I know. and when they showed the oh, you're the not even bodies. from here you're not even from around here <laughs> when they showed the, the dead bodies in the catacombs I was like damn this guy dark pants yeah just with the the, the, human, the human statue yeah, dead, the human but like statue. in the same the same, the same pose. pose the same pose but with a shocked face like I want to know like how they <laughs> How did they get him like that? Exactly. I don't know. Does he bleed? Gold? How is his body like, not decomposed? <laughs> He's the human statue, dude. Well, I'm sure that happened only like days, like within the context of the movie. Oh, dude, but they even good. showed like the underage kids that were in the bar. Yeah, were yeah. Down. I was like, like, damn. Yeah, they're dead. It was yeah, they're decomposed. Yeah, that, it's like, like everything is like really serious. Like, everybody that he arrested statue. during the movie was down they there. Just, like, they Jesus end up getting Christ. got with an accident. Because it was all for the greater they good. Get, the greater they good. Did. They got their just desserts, which is what he said. They'll get their just desserts. This, yeah, man. And this you have to buy more chunky monkey for the station. But yeah, we're we're two down. Yeah, one more Edgar to Wright's go. awesome, man. Yeah, Edgar Wright's great. I love all his films. Anything he comes up out with, I have to watch. Uh, we we all recommend it. So watch Hot Fuzz, like we said. Just buy the trilogy if you want. Look for it digitally, or if you just want to stream it, it's on Peacock. But, um, yeah, uh, Hot Fuzz is awesome. We're all saying it's great. Um, next week, though, or actually this, yeah, next week, John Wick 4 is coming out this week. And so we're watching John Wick. And we already had an episode about the trilogy of John Wick. So just in case you didn't pay attention last time, go watch John Wick 1 through 3 they're also on Peacock, I believe. Yeah. Um, if you haven't seen it yet, or just go watch them again, because they're awesome movies. So, uh, next week, we're going to actually be going over John Wick 4. But uh, the movie I'm going to recommend is going to be for the week after. So, um, the week after the movie that I recommend, just because uh, somebody mentioned they hadn't seen it, and just because we're kind of riding this train of Edgar Wright, I'm just going to say Baby Driver. Ooh, I this is an, a movie that I really enjoy. And we talked about it while we were watching the movie. Saying, right? Oh, have, have you ever yep. seen? Yeah, and you said no, I haven't. Have you seen Baby Driver? I've seen bits and pieces. Oh, you know, it means you haven't. But seen I haven't it. seen it. Like, bits and pieces. Now I, I've heard that with this movie, it's better to wear headphones. What? Because of because how how the the main actor wears the headphones in the movies and. Like the sound can change stereo it. sound like, changes. I mean, if you want to do that on your own, you could. But I mean, if we're gonna try to watch it in a group, I don't know if we'd be able to do that. Uh, true. You yeah. haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. No. But yes. Yeah, so in two weeks, we will do a review for yeah, Baby Driver. So you guys have uh, you ladies and gents have longer to catch up and watch Baby Driver, and also um, you know we're giving you a week maybe a couple more days to watch John Wick 4. Uh, hopefully all of you just go watch it and give it money this weekend because everything we're hearing is that it's awesome. It's, so, Dude, it's, isn't it like two hours and 40 minutes? It doesn't yeah. matter. That movie can be five hours. I know. <laughs> I, I can't it. wait because it's like so... It's like longer than all the other ones and it's incredible. In the past I mean, like year or two years, there's been a lot of long movies coming out and they've been rather good. So you just do a good movie and people don't really care how long it is. They'll figure out when they have to go to the bathroom. But if it's a good movie, it's a good movie. 
Baby Driver. That's the next one in two weeks, guys. All right. So look, watch it. I'm so excited for that. Look forward to that. I'm excited for you two to experience this movie. Uh, the whole opening sequence is amazing. I, I've seen the opening sequence. It's amazing with all with amazing practical stunt driving, and a lot of the movie just has a lot of amazing practical stunt driving. The soundtrack is boss. It is just so good. It's and a bomb. But I've heard, the visual I've heard style the, in the movie too, like, is really is going to be is something again very uniquely Edgar Wright. But it, it just has its own great kind of flow to the entire movie. Just, it, just it's so good. Cannot heard, wait don't watch trailers. Don't watch trailers. Watch nothing. I've heard the like quick cuts with the music, like, is yes. edited yes. well. Very, yep, yeah. it's very much an Edgar Wright movie. Absolutely. All right. With that, everybody, uh, tune in for next time for, like Anthony said, he gave you the roadmap to what we're getting next. Please <laughs> let us know. Reach out to us on our socials through Twitter and Instagram on Popcorn Watchlist. Give us a follow. And until then, uh, keep that popcorn popping. Catch you next time. Later. See you. Yarp.